acha nianze podcast hivi naitwa man like begi asmo nilikuwa nipeleka depression maze nikaenda inlight entertainment wakaniambia bro enda tu anzisha podcast Hello everybody, welcome back to the Lineup podcast. I know it's been very 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 long and um you know what's happened, yeah? Fixtures have been too congested so the back four has been injured. You see me, the way Klopp has been complaining. So the back four has been injured even today we've only managed to build two of the back four but we're here live and direct. We've missed you guys so so much. It is man like Moose in a center in a center back. I've never claimed to be 6 foot 5 but kuna best yangu hapa man like Beggy. Other center back 6 foot 5 Beggy how you doing man today it's uh, just the two of us. Yeah it looks like it will be a two center back pairing. We're not playing with wing backs or full backs. So in the camera formation yeah formation yeah who has this for this is this formation from 1972 6 261 and me i'd say it's something that morinho would do but he'd need more defense than this so now we are free flow open play no stress but it's yeah, good to be yeah, good yeah. to be back the team ingine kidai ku counter let them counter we will concede but we will score yes zeme that is how the back the, the lineup is set up today welcome back to the lineup podcast it is episode 10 it's been a while since i think before the international break and a lot of football has gone on but uh, we're just going to focus on uh, what's been going on recently a lot of big games this weekend man like beggy there yeah, much day 11 obviously the only place to start the only place to start is uh, the north london derby uh, spurs v Arsenal, Spurs with Arsenal. We have to, we have to, you have to remember the standard things that we've not forgotten over the last couple of weeks. Spurs with Arsenal, Tunnel Beggy. You guys are dead fam. You see, one thing that I've realized, guys want, uh, guys want Arsenal fans to really be pissed about the result against Spurs. Which I, I don't want you to be pissed, I want you to be realistic. You guys are dead fam. <laughs> I understand that it's a poor result. But when I'm looking at it from a whole perspective of the entire season, Arsenal has lost six games, just drawn one and won four. Mm-hmm. There's no way uh, Arsenal fans would be mad losing against a team that informs as Spurs and forget about complaining about the entire season. If someone is complaining purely on the basis of yesterday's game, then that's madness because they beat logic. We've lost six other games. That we can equally complain about. It would be a madness if someone starts complaining about the game against Spurs. Actually, if any Arsenal fan was realistic, they knew that entering into that game, we were going to get another whooping. Okay, okay, so, okay. So, 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 so. so here's the thing, Biggie. Yeah, we're not here to discuss what everybody knows. So we all know that every Arsenal fan knows that. Now, you tell me, yeah. How is it that Arsenal, the mighty Arsenal, the Arsenal, the third most successful Premier League side is going, and this is, I believe, uh, statistically the worst start in 45 years, going into a North London derby against Spurs, which is supposed to be, you know, 
one of the most mediocre sides, at least according to the history of the Tottenham, according to Giorgio uh, Chiellini, who I love to quote. So how is it that you're going into your biggest game knowing that you're going in for an ass-whooping against the manager who you hate the most? Who, you know, your club has that resume, yeah, that animosity. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that Mourinho animosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Wagwan, you know, last season, last year, a time like this, it was, uh, I believe, the time uh, Spurs were about to fire Pochettino. Arsenal were just getting binning Emery. And there was that conversation, should Arsenal get Mourinho? In the end, Spurs got him. You know, funniest, funniest thing is, mm-hmm. at that moment, I wasn't sure if I really wanted Mourinho at Arsenal. I had that, I wasn't convinced. Nobody, no someone... Arsenal fan, no real Arsenal fan can want Mourinho at Arsenal. It's like, exactly. it's like Liverpool, who's our biggest enemy? Honestly, I don't even know who our biggest enemy is, but I know we have one. It's just Coach-wise, coach-wise, coach-wise. I, I doubt you guys have. No, we have, we have an enemy. You know, it's just an enemy. Every <laughs> every team has their enemy, but I don't know. We can't put, we can't, I can't quite put off my finger on it. You know, that, that rivalry that was sparked. It's okay. You remember Benitez and, uh, Sir Alex, the one for, I'm speaking facts. Yeah. 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 So imagine after, after Benitez says that big rant like that, Benitez goes on to manage United. It's not possible, you know? So it was, it was never going to be possible that a guy like Mourinho with all of the things that he's a specialist in failure. He was never going to join back. He was never going to join us. But it was selling a dream because really wanted. You see, it's that transition where you're coming from uh, Wenger to Emery and then to this other guy who we have who's a fraud. Me, I believe Ateta by the way right now. Let me tell you, yeah? I believe Ateta is genuinely, genuinely a dead man. Guys, I used to think I used to think Solskjaer was the most the worst among. Okay, but Ateta has won the FA Cup, you know. But like because of his honeymoon check, period, you see, Solskjaer in his honeymoon period went on a madness. You remember that run? PSG three one. So like you see, the honeymoon period for Ateta must have been collecting that FA Cup, which is the only trophy I believe he collected because I don't think the Community Shield is a trophy. Uh, neither do I, and I, I don't I don't like it that guys usually say that. As it well, is a big club. And at a Arsenal is a big club. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. I, I don't really like it when guys say Ateta is successful and they add it that he's won the community shield. That's bullshit. No, the FA Cup for sure, the community shield now. I was, I was about to tell you, uh, Arsenal, mm-hmm. okay, uh, Spurs, Mourinho has discovered that Spurs can play in two ways. They can either go all out attack and do the madness, the six ones against United. They wrap, they, they they go ahead and have big games where they score goals, or they can go the other way where they don't really want to have the ball because they know that yes they have some quality with the ball but without it they are better. So Arsenal during that let's call it uh, we've called it honeymoon period yeah. during the honey during the honeymoon period when Ateta was winning games mm-hmm. he was playing like prime Stoke. You see Stoke mm-hmm. City had it that they were better without the ball. Yeah, and then they get you on one counter, or they get you on one set piece, or one throwing. Yeah, the lap. long balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Trust me, man knows, but man knows about Stoke City. But, but and, and that's exactly what Ateta came to Arsenal and did for the first few months. It worked perfectly for him. He knew that against Man City in the Community Shield, he, in the in the FA Cup, FA Cup. he he did not attack that much because you can't attack against City. 
But so here's, the thing, the here's the thing. No, no, no. I think City, personally, from what I've seen, like even the games. Anyway, me, I think City. They're there for the taking, particularly no, this no, season. But I'm giving you. I'm giving you an attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's specific could, to his own whatever. Yeah. All of us could see that the gameplay was the same. Defend, defend, defend. Have guys back. Have guys back. And then one break. Hoof ball to Aubameyang goal. And mm-hmm. it worked. Yeah. And guys thought Ateta was masterclass. He knew what he was doing. But it was always going to come down to that is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. There's no way you're playing that kind of football. Okay, unless you're Mourinho and your Spurs. Those guys have actually found a way of doing it. And they're doing it perfectly. No, but, but I think Jose, Jose, against mm-hmm. the smaller teams, he plays football, you know? Yeah, yeah. But Arsenal, I don't think Arsenal are capable of playing football. That's my problem, you know? So as, my as cousin I and saying, I, we speak, we speak a lot about these uh, young guys at Arsenal. You know, the Reese Nelson, the Joe Willocks, the Eden Ketias, and who's the other? Okay, oh, Saka. Oh, Saka, of all those guys, I think Saka is probably the brightest spark. But the other Doms are useless. Personally, yeah. Me, I'm not saying what they're doing, but, you know. Those guys, guys are useless. The entire yeah, it's, it's not, it's not, it's, the, yeah, the youth system of Arsenal is not as whatever as the Chelsea ones. Check. Okay, most times they say that the youth guys uh, get the energy of the prime players. Mm-hmm. And currently, the prime players at Arsenal are also useless. So, just because I think Saka is a don, and Saka just is Saka. You know, there's no, we, we can't really complain. A guy is playing good football. Yeah, I like Bukayo Saka. I think yeah. Bukayo Saka is a good footballer, an intelligent footballer. And even in a side that looks, that is lacking a lot he's, he's looking he look, he looking he's looking like he's the most prominent uh, promising mm, particularly amongst the youngsters going into the North London derby i cannot really say that i expected arsenal to go there and beat spurs mm. spurs only lost one game it was and that loss wasn't it was the really, first game of the season yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't they weren't hammered it was mm-hmm. uh it was a cuff Flukish, let's say a flukish one nil ever. Well, like you can, you can, you can, you can even be hammered, and it was a fluke because Liverpool were hammered, and we've only lost one game, and I believe it was a fluke. The seven two. Yeah, that's the only game we lost in the Premier League. There's no way seven goals going in its flukes. But no, okay, I think I don't think the seven goals were flukes. I think the 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 loss, the, the, the loss is a fluke. The, the Ayani, you know there. How the fuck did this happen? It's a fluke. But like, obviously, no, no, no. We have to give Villa their credit, bro. Them man were on smoke. But anyway, let's not digest. Okay, digress. If you know <laughs> Ali G, if you know Ali G, you know that I digest. I digest. <laughs> also, uh, okay, yeah. So that, that's all I can say about Arsenal. Yeah. Spurs Personally, okay. I think. I think yeah, we have to. We have much. to. We have to speak. We have to speak now about Spurs and uh, particularly from an outside point of view. Not not in uh, the derby yesterday. Jose is Jose blood. You can never, ever, ever, you know, can never keep him too quiet for too long. And I think the problem at United is that Woodward genuinely thought he was bigger than Jose, you know. Yeah. And that was the ultimate problem. Whereas Daniel Levy, I think in this podcast we can say what we want to say. Sindio is sucking Mourinho's dick, you know. <laughs> Whatever Mourinho wants, Levy will put it on the table, bro. But that's because Daniel Levy knows Mourinho is a winner, and Mourinho is proving that, you know, right now. He got him bail. You see me? He got Imagine him. Who was they bring? Yeah, bail on loan. Bail on loan is a big signing, man. He got him Regulion or Regalion or whatever. Regalion, yeah, Regalion. And 
he got him on knowing that there's a possibility that he do, he might he might lose him in two seasons. But I didn't really it doesn't care. matter because this okay. So for Spurs personally, I like Spurs. I like he the got, look of Spurs. He got I love Bergwijn. his son. He got Bergwijn. Yeah, he got Bergwijn. He binned Eriksen. You know, like if Imagine you watch the Amazon Spain. documentary, yeah, you'll know that Spurs and Mourinho were destined for something good this season. The way he spoke to the team, the way he the way the team reacted to certain moments. The binning of uh, Ali because Ali imagine, imagine Ali was binned. Yeah, bro. Was... Ali would never have been binned by any other manager, bro. How can you bin an English player? You know, so yeah, Jose, the that he had. Yeah, Jose and Spurs. I like them. I like the look of them. I love that they're gonna challenge because I think no, a two no horse race is worse. Is 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 more boring. Three horse race is so exciting, and this is oh, crazy, man. Currently, the league is not. I think in the long run, in the long run, I think realistically, there's only two title contenders, and now Jose has put his nothing, nothing. The league is the league is down to four four guys. You can even see five, five, four guys. Who's the fourth? Who's the fourth? The league is down to Klopp, Mm -hmm. and the the league is also down to uh, what's this guy's name? Lampard. Bro, you're fucking chatting. The league is Bro, to, the league is down to Lampard, the league is down to fucking Oli, and the league is down to Mourinho. Those are the league. guys who will battle for the league. First of all, when you, can you see, have disrespected, you can you disrespected see. Pep Guardiola at his side. And here's the thing, yeah. Okay, personally, from so Guardiola said can't fucking score. It's but guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Imagine, imagine big yeah, Pep Guardiola's side can't score, but they have Pep. Lampard's side can score, but can they push over the line when push comes to shove? You know, Pep won the league with 98, Liverpool on 97, bro. Nobody has ever challenged him like that, bro. Lampard has never been challenged for anything, bro. Trust me, man. A title race, and let me tell you when I learned about a title race being different, yeah? I thought... Liverpool side, 13-14, Stevie G, Raheem Sterling, Luis Suarez, Rodgers had never done it. Guess what? A team, a team that has won it before always has an advantage over a team that has never won it before. And this is why I put Jose ahead of uh, Lampard and uh, Oli. Lampard and Oli are good sides, bro. Let me not lie, man. Chelsea and United are looking good for this season, so we're going to get into their games shortly. But for the title, I think... Realistically, I have a feeling Pep is going to come back a lot stronger than people think he will. And I'm a big Pep hater, one of the biggest. But you see, Pep's dependence on Aguero as the sole striker will limit him because I've seen Jesus. That guy yeah, does not. Yeah, that this, this Fulham game, this Fulham game with Aguero would have ended six now. Yeah. But see, no, Jesus no. knows nothing up front. So, okay. No, Jesus uh, is good. Jesus is good. He's just not. Jesus he's not Sergio Aguero. Fraud. Jesus is fraud. Okay, he's he's not a fraud. He's a good player. He's a good player. I like Real Gabi Jesus. He's Brazilian. He's got quality. Spin him on one side with Ferran Torres. They're both useless. Ferran Torres, he's not actually on my FPL team. But anyway, let's move on to the other games of the weekend. We can talk about United. There's something else about Mourinho before we move on. And, okay, yeah, see. What made me realize that the guy is really on form and he might actually mean business is the way he turned for his celebration for the Swan goal. Bro, but the Swan goal was too bad. No, the Swan goal was... Okay, I can't... 
I'd be controversial to say it wasn't a good goal, but it was a good was, goal. But yeah, there was naivety was, from the Arsenal defense. It was, it was foolishness. That was Paul Lennon. You see, like, yeah, I wanted to put this in in a, what way would I make it not sound bad? No, Le, put, Leno, it, put it Leno in the lowest way possible. Leno made it look sexy. You see, this I think the defenders were more at fault. I think the defenders were more at fault than Leno. Nothing, nothing, nothing. You know why? The goal is not about the defenders, and and it, it's it's more of Son versus Leno. It's Son calling oh, the ball. It's okay. Son calling the ball, and it's Leno diving and making it look like oh, it's a really Leno's big. positioning was poor, and that is he what didn't he expect said. it. Do you know why he didn't expect it? Because why? his defenders, why? the defenders gave Son too much space, in my opinion. But let's not get into the specifics of this game because we've already spoken about it. Okay, I'm done. But uh, Leno made the goal look sexy. If if that's Mendy, if that's Mendy, that's a save. If that's Henderson, that's a save. If that's Ryan, or Matt Ryan, that's a save. No, let me not Ryan even talk, let me, quite short. Let me not even talk about because he has positioning. Let me not even talk about Martinez. If that's Martinez, that's that's a clutch ball. It's he'll attack in a ball from corner, but it's Leno. That's fine. So we're done with that game. I'm not talking about Arsenal and that team again. United was so poor. United was so poor in the first half, bro. United were looking like flipping, flipping Moy. He did, you know. And then Bruno comes in. Bruno comes in like flipping Undertaker, rising from the dead. Fam, Bruno, what a quality player, man. What would Man United do without that guy? VAR, Stockley Park. Ivan Coet. Uh, we're getting a word here from the VAR. Uh, let's hear his uh, initial thoughts. He's good, and I think he's our best player. As in, I would argue that he's the he's the league's best player on form. Oh uh, yeah, true. I would argue that, and that's coming from a Liverpool fan. And true. I don't like anything United do like at all. True. But the good thing bro, is, I bro, think bro, that bro, 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 how on earth, how on earth are you guys saying that the most informed player in the league is uh, Bruno, mm-hmm. while Kane and Son mm-hmm. are practically running rampage against teams like Ken and Son are repairing. Ken and Son are repairing. As an individual, Bruno is moving mad. Okay, man, let me say Ken. Ken is moving mad. The guy has like 12, 11 assists. The guy has five goals. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's moving mad. Those are how many 16 goal contributions? Let me just look on the internet. Sour, sour. Let me tell, let me look, let's look for Bruno's because you'll be surprised that okay, brothers, no, Bruno, that brothers are quite high. Good, but there's no way just giving it to him just because uh, Son and Ken are pairing. And this other guy is holding the entire United in his back. Mm. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Let me, I, anyway, I just said I would argue. I didn't say it's a fact. I said I would argue. <laughs> And from anyway, my perspective, so, uh, I'd find it that Kane, Kane is, mm-hmm. is a more informed player in the Premier League as compared to... Um, I think Kane, Kane is... Um, Kane has summered this league. Yani, I summer, I may hifadi, I may recite Kama Quran. You know, Yani, he knows this thing <laughs> in, out. Yani, is like the chef of the league, bro. But Bruno is the new guy who's pulled up to the mosque, you know? Who's come from? Who's come from the university in Saudi Arabia? And he can recite, you know. I almost made a joke and said, "Guys are pulling up to the mosque and wondering, hey, whose sandals are these?" 
literally Bruno's got the new crepes from he's got the nice he's got the he's got the you know he's got the he's got the Maalim 11s the Maalim 11s bro not the 10s bro the 11s that's equivalent to mercurial if you're in high school Yeah, so um, United are looking good. Paul Pogba, beauty, but I think the ball went out. Uh, Mason Greenwood, standard procedure. You gotta, you know. And uh, Marcus Rashford, what a guy, bro. What a guy. That guy. I used to let doubt me, him. I used to doubt him a lot many years ago. Let me ask quite something, because I remember as when mm-hmm. we were just the two of us, I said that the guys who are in the top four, not in the title race. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let's hear his take, yeah. I, I said it was Spurs and then Chelsea, United and Liverpool. So the guys who are title contenders. Quite what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, obviously. Um, I am actually expecting this to go either to Spurs or Liverpool. Uh, then you will finish third obviously Manchester United Ninetu but, but you guys are just one point off uh you know you guys are around with three points yeah biggie biggie we all know if they win their game in hand they are two points off the top that's the yeah. exact statistic i've read it on the internet so many times but biggie it's only it's bruno Yeah, sure. he's had Bruno's been he's been around and they still had the same same clown. Yeah, you know the clown Bruno is like no no he realizes like I don't even want to equate him to anything. He's a good player, he's a good player, but anyway, he's he's, he's really cleaning up all his act, you know. Yeah, yeah. but but I don't oh anyway, the way coach has said realistically the teams that are in contention are, are Jose's side, Klopp's side. And I would always, and I will never ever leave out Pep's side. After that so, 97, 98 point season, Om say, go, yani, it was it was too mad. It was too <laughs> mad. And they, if you remember the last day of that season, they actually went a goal down to Brighton and equalized in uh, 45 seconds. Literally, 45 seconds they equalized, bro. So who equalized the company? No, I want company. It was the man, the one and only, either Sergio Aguero or Emerick Laporte, one of the two. Aguero equalized and then Laporte made it 2-1 after like two minutes. So they equalized in 45 seconds and scored in two minutes. I yeah, so Pep, I, I'll always I'll always add Pep's side as we go on to uh, the Man City game. Man City 2, Fulham nil. Very underwhelming. That's Fulham. City should have done more, but they got the three points man and that's the only thing that matters going into uh, this weekend's game against uh Janai Ed Sete the derby that's uh Yezimi. yeah so um, that's just a quick one you can run through as um, let me see the other fixtures that were on this weekend really obviously really. obviously obviously you know I'm trying to postpone the Liverpool one so I can you know Chelsea, 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 Chelsea 3, Leeds 1, Olivier, Olivier, bro. my brother, bro, 84 years old. I even know what I want to say now. Mm-hmm. You see, Arsenal, let Oli go. Okay, mm-hmm. Oli for Olivier Giroud. Let Giroud mm-hmm. go yeah. so that they can sign Aubameyang. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. And this was just this was so that Aubameyang can take Arsenal to the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Bro, Giroud is scoring four goals in the Champions League. 
Giroud is the guy who won it for Chelsea against Arsenal in the Europa League final. Bro, Giroud is that guy. But let me tell you, he's not. He's a. I've realized Giroud is a. He's a cup. He's a cup uh, player, not a league player. Because no, Arsenal no, had no, no, Arsenal no, no, had check, an attack. Check, check, check. If, mm-hmm. if if Lampard is wise, then Giroud is an actual league player. Because right now Lampard has options. He needs Giroud to come in and nick that one ball that he will obviously nick in, and he'll save them the game. The games against West Brom, the draws that they had against Southampton, those games, I'm sure if Giroud was the talisman that they know he is, they would come in 65 or 75 and actually win them the game. True. Lampard was wise then. But right now, I'm sure he is wise. And there's no way, going forward, you'll see that Giroud will, 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 will most likely, if the game is not won, Giroud is coming on in the 65th because the guy yeah. will win you the game. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. I do like uh, Olegit. I think, um, you know, the guy has scored, what's the exact number of France goals? Yeah, it's around 42, 43 or 44. And this guy started playing for the national team at the earliest 2011 or 12. That's like eight, maximum nine years ago. That's a great record in eight years, man. 40 goals, 42 goals in eight years, man. Yeah. Giroud, second top scorer, but he's 34. Anyway, I like the look of him against Leeds, 3-1, Katzuma, Christian Pulisic. You know what? Let me just uh, say one thing that is just aside from football. Back in 2012, yeah, when Giroud joined Arsenal, my brother and I noticed that after Giroud joined Arsenal, all the white doms at Arsenal got Giroud's haircut. You know, Giroud's haircut. <laughs> Again, I had got a- the- yeah, I think even in the next year he was voted sexiest mm-hmm. man in France. He he had the, the fade with the with the with the high top <laughs> that's like you know with the white with the hair slick to the side. Bro, Carl Jenkinson had it. All the white brothers at Arsenal had it. Man, Chesney. Who are the white guy, brothers at? All the white brothers. You just just called Adam out Ramsey. You just called out Carl Jenkinson. Yeah, he was one of the white brothers at Arsenal at the time. Arsenal has suffered. Nah, man, they, your, your, your youth team players, it doesn't matter who comes out of there, man, because kids could be good when they're young. Anyway, and then now look at look at, look at at Chelsea, bro. All the Chelsea brothers have the same trim, man. Like, Giroud is like their uncle. You know, look at Mason Mount, Kai Havertz, Flippin, Chill, Chill, Ben, Chill. Well, there was like a list of like four guys who all have the same trim. And as far from far, you can think they're all the same guy. Ziek is just that he's a bit Arab, Arab. So, you know, you can tell he's a bit different, bro. But like, these white dons, Mount, Havertz, it's like even Vana, Vana is blonde, so you know he's different. You see me? It looks like Vana. you make it sound mm-hmm. like Leeds and Jack Harrison's cut. Exactly, 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 bro. Teams have their spiritual leader for trims, bro. And Giroud, everywhere he goes, he's the spiritual leader. He's the uncle now. He's Kina, he's Kina Mount's uncle, you know. I'm sure they come to him. They're like, yeah, like, yo, cuz, yeah, can we go here? He's like, nah, that spot is dead, fam. I used to go there when I was a young. You see me, yeah? Man goes here, cuz. And they're like, ah, cool, cool, I'm coming there, you know? Bielsa and Maisley just can't wait to get their hair up so that they get the ailing Jack Harrison cut. I would love for when Bielsa learns English pass perfectly because I want to hear his personal thoughts. Because if you recall, even Pochettino, Pochettino struggled. We had a translator for about a year and a half in the Premier League. Yo, bro, anyway, about having a, uh, he's not learning this. The guy has been here for a while now. There's no way he's learning English in 2020. <laughs> he won't actually. He won't. <laughs> logic. One of. We can yeah, we cannot skim. We're not skimming. We're moving swiftly. 
Because that's how Liverpool was moving in the game, bro. Let me not lie, yeah? You see how on, um, shout out to everybody on uh, the lineup group, man. We love you guys so much. On the lineup group, yeah? Guys always chat so much crud about Liverpool. And most times I'm confident. And then when they chat crud, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a slim one. It's a slim one. We win it, you know? West Ham goes ahead, Sheffield goes ahead. But, you know, in the end of the day, we win, you know? And I'm always on the group like you guys need to chill. But against Wolves, at the beginning of this game... There's a fucking... You just came and called all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. Because I'm usually quiet for long. I'm usually quiet for long. Anyway. So there are some times I look at a game and I'm genuinely worried. And the last two games I was genuinely worried about, we've had the same result. 4-0. Uh, it was Leicester away last year when Leicester were looking so nice and then we just went to that place and smacked them. And then at this game, before the game, I was thinking, damn, they don't have Jimenez, but Podence and Neto are looking lang, you know? And Rora is always a bad man. So I was just thinking, what? And you know, I was afraid. I was genuinely, you know? But then the game comes on, Kona Cody, naked. You know, I guy was in the Liverpool uh, Academy, by the way, like back a back a day. Yeah. Backs up, Mo Salah, munches it, you know, eat your dinner, you know. That was such a, such a blunder from Kona yeah, Kodi. Big time, big time. And then he goes on ahead to dive the other side, idiot, you know, idiot. He could have, he could, anyway. I guess you have to do what you have to do. He's a captain of Wolves. That's, that's the team you play for. He did a... He, he did a holding, if you ask me, or a Jack Kimson. That was just, that, that wasn't proper from Kumbakodi. Yeah, next up, but second, uh, first half, uh, the keeper, bro. The keeper, Ed Keller, a kid, bro. I like him, man. I like yeah. him, I like him. I like him more than Adrian. And yeah. Alison will be coming back soon, yeah. so, you know. There's a save that he made that I actually really liked. Yeah. The one that he did, like, almost a two-step, then he yeah. dived. Put it was uh, Podence's, ah, Podence's oh, uh, chip to the yeah, far post. That was going to go in, actually, off the post. Podence was going to make it sexy. And you Bro, guys, that was the goal that, then that What do you do, man? What do you do? But the keeper did what he would do. If I was Leno, you were just watching. Mm, anyway, anyway. Um, I like the kid, man. Alison will be back in a couple of weeks, so uh, that should be good news. Uh, second half came on GD. First of all, People underrate Gini Wijnaldum. Gini Wijnaldum's first season in the Premier League for Newcastle, he scored 11 Premier League goals, bro, for a team that got relegated. Of course, four was against one team. So, you know, that's a lot, but still. And for Netherlands... Wijnaldum was... was Yeah, for one season before uh, he came to Liverpool. So let me tell you, Gini Wijnaldum was... Me and me found out about him. At the 2014 World Cup in that uh, Van Hal side. He was yeah. there and he, on FIFA, he was 86. So I was like, wow, this brother must be good, you know. And he was at uh, Feyenoord, I believe, at that time. Or PSV, he was the captain of PSV. And he was killing it. And then they won the league the following season after the after the World Cup, 14-15 that season. They won the league. And then Memphis was in that team also. He went to United. At, in 2015, and then Gini Wijnaldum went to Newcastle. And then Gini Wijnaldum banged Liverpool. And so Klopp was like, buy that guy. And guess who else banged Liverpool in that same same season, 15-16? Mane at Southampton came on at halftime when Liverpool were 2-0 up. 
Mr. Mr. Penalty scored two goals and Southampton won 3-2 and Klopp was like buy that guy too and we bought the two of them in the same window. So anyway, Gene Wijnaldum loved it, scored 2-0. He scored uh, 13 goals in the last 20 games for the Netherlands, which is the sort of rate that Harry Kane has for England. And I love that the fact that, you know, he he sacrifices at Liverpool so that brothers like Mane and Salah can get 20 goals, you know. And he's, yeah, he doesn't he lose the ball, man. He's Gini Wijnaldum. I love him. He's, uh, contract, he's been offered a contract, but apparently he wants more peace. And I think give the brother what he wants. Gini Wijnaldum is not a guy you want to lose. I think a midfield of Gini Wijnaldum, Thiago, Henderson, Fabinho, like those options are good, especially since Milner is 34, but I'm 35, who knows? I'm but, I'm thinking nowadays when someone gets a, a big mm-hmm. payday, the, the, guy, the guys go on to become... You're still thinking that because you have uh, Aubameyang. Nothing. Guys have gotten to have big payday. Marcus Rashford, Marcus Rashford has got a massive payout. He's making 300. He's making the same piece as Ozil. And he lives in Manchester, which is just rubbish. So he doesn't even spend the same as Ozil, who lives in London. And Ozil is a foreigner, so he's taxed more. Basically, at the end, you know, people don't realize this, but at the end of the year, Marcus Rashford has more money in his pocket than Ozil does. Ozil is a foreigner, so he gets 49% tax, uh, whatever. So at, uh, Rashford is a local, it's probably more lenient. But Rashford makes 350 bags, and he's he's doing well, man. So I don't think the money, I think it's a personal thing. And plus, also, it depends on the age you get the money at. You know, some brothers are getting the money at 33. 32, you know, how old is Obama? He's born in 89, I believe. Yeah, so he must be 30, 31, 32. Okay, so there's, there's, there's this thing that uh, as we as you went on ahead, you won't even finish yeah, the day just yeah. from Liverpool because I know the thematic goal. And when the thematic goal went in, I remember the podcast we had where you talked about Shaka being a dickhead. And I went on to say that if you say Shaka is not a cool guy, then I'd have to say Matip's not a cool but guy. Bro, but bro, Matip is Matip. great. Even you had on the what the commentator said, Joel Matip has scored a goal in every season since he came for Liverpool. And guess what? Joel Matip was a free signing. We ain't spent nothing on that brother. That window, we got Joel Matip, Gini Wijnaldum, Jim, uh, Sadio Mane, Ragnar Klavan, I don't even know why, but it was there. Um, who else came in that window? Some other brothers. Are, ah, Marco Gruich and some other guys I've forgotten. But yeah, Joel Matip, bro, on a free. I like Joel Matip, man. And honestly, Joel Matip is a better partner for Virgil van Dijk than um, Gomez. And the partnership of Joel Matip and Fabinho is mad. I remember that same partnership played against... Um, Bayern Munich in the Champions League in the season where we went on to win the league. We faced Bayern Munich in the round of 16, I believe. And we marked them. We drew nil-nil at Anfield and then we went on to win 3-1 at uh, whatever, which is actually the last Champions League game they lost, which I just, I would love to meet them in the Champions League when our team is fully fit. But yeah, that the game at Anfield ended nil-nil and Matip and Fabinho played in Fabinho. I love, I love that guy. He is too too intelligent, and people think he uh, he people think he's like 
similar to Fernandinho, but I think Fernandinho is slightly intelligent and very physical, but Fabinho is very intelligent and slightly physical. Okay, that's too much. I love the team. Jürgen Klopp, what a guy. And go for it. How, how much does Will Z cost? Realistically, Wolf Z is uh, if you get Wolf Z for fifty five, you 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 fifty. Now Wolf Z is not better than Jota, so yeah, fifty max. <laughs> Why does Jota because Jota got we got Jota for forty five. So Wolf Z at fifty. Wolf Z is not better than Jota. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Wolf Z is great. Let me not lie. Yeah, Wolf Z is great, but this uh-huh. game. And they're thinking Arsenal went all the way to Lille or whatever. Seventy-two million, but he did the same for Zaha. Yeah, and then and and Zaha and uh, and um, Pepe have the same passport. That's the man. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. Exactly. Zaha, Zaha has same. a British passport. If we're being honest, but he just plays for Ivory Coast. I was mm-hmm. doing all the math because this guy. Yeah, oh, probably, probably Pepe has a French passport too. I don't even know what I'm saying. And then leave their passports aside. That's what it is. It is. It is in terms of price and uh, whatever. It really is. That's why I'm telling a guy's passport. A guy's passport makes them much. When you're English, yes. You know, when you're English, <laughs> yes. When you're not English, eh, we can chat. Okay, then Pepe was not. Pepe was not yeah, English. Yeah. What the hell? When I am at when I am at do you think? Anyway, I don't know, man. I think Emery. And my, my my point my point was Arsenal fans currently are complaining that Ateta did not get everyone he wanted, and you know the reason they're doing this is just because he didn't get that award guy mm-hmm. or whatever his name is that Ateta guy. And if the guy came, I'm sure he'd also have time to start adapting. Mm-hmm. They tell us, oh, he's yeah. new to the league, give him yeah, a year yeah. to adapt. Same thing we said about Pepe. It was clear and evident from the first day you saw people play for Arsenal that the guy would not hit it. But here's the thing, Beggy, we're well and a half season into Pepe's career at Arsenal and Pepe has not hit the ground running. But I think I think that's a consequence of being at Arsenal. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a consequence of being at Arsenal. Some managers want to play him in some games, you know, some managers don't want him, you know, like he's had three managers and that doesn't make sense, bro. But, but mm-hmm. the point was if Arsenal were prudent, Will Z has always said that he wants to step up. He wants to step back. You see, he made a mistake at United, and he's always wanted to make mm. a nice point. Right now, I think I think with pass from a personal point of view, I think with Z's best option is to stay at Palace and become a Palace legend. Right now, from my point of view, I think if he should have left, it should have been that eighteen nineteen. I mean, uh, which was that was Emery's first season, eighteen nineteen, right? Yeah, that's yeah. when when and that's the time Pepe was bought, right? I'm when was Pepe bought nineteen twenty? Pepe was bought a year and a season ago. Last season was his first season. Yeah. And when was uh, Zaha supposed to go to Arsenal last season also? Yeah, Same okay, yeah. Basically, Arsenal. Zaha moved then. Safe. But now. It's, it's done. Zaha is, I believe, 27 years old, man. 
Let me just confirm. Yeah, Wilfred Zaha, Wilfred Z, my brother. He's 28, bro. Zaha is 28 years old, man. And and that's why he's always looking for push to go to a bigger team so that he can have his prime days playing for a bigger team. But no one, we even thought that he'd go to Everton and link up with Ancelotti, which wasn't the case. Anyway, so but Pepe, Pepe is like three years younger than... Uh, Zaha, so I guess that much of an influence thing. But anyway, at the end of the day, it was a great match week. We've actually got uh, Brighton v Southampton, which is actually a South Coast derby. A great game, Brighton v Southampton. Actually, Brighton's, I believe Brighton's Brighton. derby is with Bournemouth and uh, Southampton's derby is with Portsmouth, if I'm not wrong. Guys really want Brighton to win the game, so that Arsenal goes on to 16. Yeah, personally, um, no, I think Arsenal, even if even if they are rubbish the yeah. whole season, they'll survive because there's just more rubbish teams on them. Imagine talking about Arsenal and survival in the same mm, Guess what, yeah? At one Leeds, in 2002, at the Champions League semi-finals. And in 2004-05, they were no longer in the Premier League. So... Arsenal are not even in the Champions League. You know, nothing is... But right now, I guess, the money is obviously way mad. But, uh, yeah, a couple of uh, side notes. There was a few racial incidents. Resume Millwall fans in the middle of the Derby County game. Even a couple of West Ham fans uh, in the Man United game who actually got racism handed, slapped back in their face because they booed. And then three black players scored. Dickheads. <laughs> That's the thing. You know what I was thinking before the game, like when Man United was one nil up, I was thinking when West Ham was one nil up, I was thinking, damn, Moyes has got it back. You know, because at one point Moyes really had it. Moyes was a great manager for like four or five seasons. He was Moyes solid, bro. Moyes was great and, until United. Yeah, and I don't believe they only gave him ten months, bro. Like it's not fair. But anyway, 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 anyway. I guess he was, was like, he was the first guy who suffered the brunt of all this sucking and blah blah blah. But um. Yeah, man, that was a great game week. Uh, as for FPL, who's uh, who's killing it in uh, the lineup group? I'm gonna check right now, and I'm gonna tell you, Mike. Yeah, Kahoot. Mike is on fire, man. Leading uh, right here at the lineup podcast, we've got uh, Mike in first. Vincent Waiter slide in the CDM. Oh, that's a cool name. He's up in second. Welcome Bali FC is in third. Jeffrey then Bearables. Jeffrey Carreira is in fourth. BKK Albasaka. If only your team was doing... Just check out, check out, check out. Check yeah, out that's exactly 10. what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm just running through the top 10. Albasaka at number 5. If only your your real team could be doing as well as your name. BKKFC, number 6. Here we go. Dennis Mashara, Kama, Fabrizio Romano. Number 7. It is I, man like Moose. Don't know, but obviously I have a couple of players today. I've got uh, Che Adams and Kyle Walker-Peters. Hoping for them. Number eight, FC Thunder, Jesse Bett, Dano. Number nine, we've got here my centre-back partner, Mo Sultan, Mo Sultan Pepe. Jeez. You've got uh, Arsenal and Spurs in your name. It's mad. Big Sinandolo in ninth. And rounding up the top ten is Defcon 1, Francis Moria. Yeah, man. So as you remember, everybody, man, number one got a shirt, a shirt from their club store, man. We're going to do that. And uh, my guy has my... Well, yeah, Damn, I'm so I'm so mad that it's Mike because I know it. <laughs> and it's gonna be a United so shirt. You know, like if, if he made it, you know, like I'm so mad that it might be a United shirt. 
I'm so really, uh, I'm hoping to win this because I remember you guys you were like massive. Yeah, yeah, at one point me. I was on I fire, but then I had like two, three trash game weeks and then guys caught up with me and then now I've been. Then I'm, I'm looking at you right now, you're at 661, I'm, I'm at 653, that's what bad. If I just Adams, Adams and Kyle Walker, Peters might come through for me. Man. Imagine, imagine if Kyle Walker, Peters scores a bicycle <laughs> kick from the halfway line. <laughs> but, well, Beck is about to dismantle so as I was saying, that was a, that was a good wrap-up of mm-hmm. match week 11. Can't wait for the United derby. Okay, mm-hmm. the Manchester derby. I hope, I hope that uh, if, it, if, if, mm-hmm. if it's too bad, let it end with, like, with a City win. But if it's a good scoreline, yeah, let it end with a draw. Yeah, for the same thing as well. But uh, honestly, I don't mind United winning because I don't have so much faith in them compared to Pep Guardiola. So yeah. United can win. Oh, bro, just imagine, just imagine United winning the United, oh, the Manchester Derby. I'm happy, I'm happy to hear Pep is on the ground being slapped. I don't care for Oli. He is, he's not, he's not in the mix, not in the game. How can you worry? How can you worry about a player who's injured? You know, can't worry about Virgil playing for Liverpool. He's out for the season. <laughs> All right, so yeah, we're man. calling it tonight. We're calling it uh, a wrap. It's been an interesting pod. I really hope that we this 2020 thing for us and actually have the they knock United out of the Champions League. That will be the highlight of December. Yeah, so um, uh, we're gonna have to wait uh, for that one. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Um, it's been uh, the two at the back. I think we've uh, done well. We've done well. Kept a clean sheet. Scored eleven goals up front. Six for Beggy, five for me because you know me. I love assisting. But uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening. Man like Beggy. Until until we've played football in the past and we both know. Anyway, no man was better at finishing than creating. But anyway. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening and uh, see you guys, everybody, next week. All right, cheers.